Podcasts where we discuss movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your host Rob, Rob, and join us all. Ghost Rob, and join us always, <laughs> always. It's back to normal. My good friends Joe and Duff. That's good to be back. I'm sorry. I'm, I I hope yesterday's episode was okay. I I was yeah. in, I couldn't even talk. But I lost my voice. Uh, George George from Ogwai Minute stepped up and and okay. uh, you were missed though. It turned out okay. Yeah. And you guys had uh, the, the you guys had the kick boss guy on right. Uh, hmm. Uh, no. Uh, well, uh, you'll, things sort of you'll, he, you'll hear it. You'll hear it when it comes out. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I had some connections, and um, we had uh, <clears throat> we had a, a filmmaker on. What? Who? Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. uh George Lucas. Come on, shut <laughs> up. I, I'm serious. I'm serious. He doesn't Joe. do podcasts. He hadn't you know, until ours. First time for everything. Yeah. Why, why would he do that? I don't know. He just, him and James Cameron go way back and he was on the show and uh, I'm sorry. It just, it was a bad day to be sick for you. I didn't want to tell you oh, until. Oh, man. I know. Well, I know. People like Rob and he convinces them of things. Yeah. <laughs> one of those things is true. <laughs> <laughs> Only one needs to be true, really. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, minute 154 today. In this minute, <laughs> the ship continues to sink. Things aren't looking good, gang. <laughs> no. No, it's not. No, it's... I, I don't think the ship is going to unsink. No, this is the world's worst pool party. <laughs> Why didn't they all just grab buckets? <laughs> yeah. It's like Sea of Thieves. You just got to fill up buckets and... Well, I think I said this earlier, but why didn't they all run to the other end of the ship? Oh, yeah, and, that's right. And jump up in the air and then jump down and it would rectify itself. Yeah. Why didn't they just drink all of the water? Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And you, then pee it off the boat. Every person yeah. should be drinking at least human 64 ounces. <laughs> every person should be drinking at least 64 ounces of water a day. You could do more. You could do 100. I do 100 ounces. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, if you do the math, I think they could have probably gotten all that water out of there. That's what um, I'm thinking. Yeah. So this minute starts with the grand staircase is filling with water as Guggenheim uh, looks on in shock. Yeah, he, I think he legitimately thought the ship wasn't sinking until that water came in. I think it's one of those ideas where you're like, you know what? It's fine. I'm just going to sit here until rescue comes or it sinks. Whatever happens first. I'm a big I'm sure man. Rescue I will can come. take it. He, yeah. He, he, it's where you have that idea of like, well, if, if just drink through it, it's going to be yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's like, I'm good to drive. Yeah. So, so, and then he got behind the wheel and then the, the blues and reds flashed in his rear view. And he's like, whoa, this is well, real what's, now. What, what's going on? Oh, crap. It, it's like, uh, this is very local, but do you guys remember those uh, Wisconsin drinking commercials where the... The guy rolls the window down and his like car is full of whatever liquid he was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's filled with like the little garnishes from like tropical yeah. drinks and stuff. Yes. I always read that. I was like, God, that guy drinks like a bitch. <laughs> Girly drink drunk. There's nothing yeah, wrong. Yeah, like the kids in the hall sketch. Yeah. I'm a girl drink drunk. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with girl drinks, guys. They're very tasty. There. 
I'm I'm I mean I'm I'm okay with it. I'll go yeah. to a tiki bar. Are you strong buying? men? Strong men. <laughs> Are you buying? All, yeah. yeah, strong men can also drink girly drinks. I'll What's your favorite time. girly drink? My favorite girly drink? Yeah. Um, I like. Uh, What's a drink? Like, okay, let me rephrase. It. I like a pina colada. Is that a girly drink? I don't know. I mean, it's got like an umbrella. Like a in dude it. sang the song about it. Do you like getting caught in the rain? <laughs> <laughs> God, that's such a funny scene in Dirty Work. Dirty work. When Chris Farley's like street fighting man, Rolling Stones, and he accident when there's a bar brawl and he accidentally plays the oh, Pina Colada yeah. song. I do Am I the only person that. on this podcast that has seen Dirty Work? I've seen Dirty Work, but I don't. I haven't remember seen it for Dirty a while. Work. I associate Pina Colada with Guardians of the Galaxy now. Uh, it's used better in, in Dirty Work. All right, I'll, I'll rewatch Dirty Work. Um, okay, back to Titanic. Um. I want to point out something here during this uh, Guggenheim shot of him drinking brandy. You do see, just for a second, right behind him, our old friend Lice Man. You see him in the background. He's still alive. Lice Man is still alive, guys. Well, he's about to get rid of his lice problem. Yes. (laughs) Lice Man is like a ghost from It Follows. He just always (laughs) kind of pops up in the background. Yep. Or like Bill Cosby and Ghost Dad. (laughs) Or like Bill Cosby and Ghost Dad. (laughs) Or Bill Cosby in real life. Um. <laughs> so people are running as the Titanic is going under, and they're trying to escape. Uh, uh, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> are you going to be happier when uh, Henry Kissinger dies or when Bill Cosby dies? Oh. And which one is there more likely to be like uh, people will have to say nice things about them even though they're awful? Oh, people uh, Henry will for Kissinger. sure say nice things about Kissinger. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. But Kissinger is definitely a worse person. But yeah, wh- who will die first? I, I, I'm i pretty convinced Henry Kissinger will never die. He's like Rasputin. Uh, uh, he's 94 years old. Just to get this, uh, How old is Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby is 80. Okay. I think Cosby's going to kill himself to avoid jail. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I, I think if Bill Crosby actually does go to jail, he'll he he won't make it long in there. I mean, if he does go to jail, it'll probably be like old uh, elder care jail. Do, do they serve Jello in jail? <laughs> in the pudding pops. <laughs> How many jokes did you crack if you were one of the food guys serving him Jello in jail? Oh my god! And a Coke. It would be a, it would be amazing. I uh, I think I think I think Kissinger will. No, I think Bill Cosby will die before Kissinger. Listeners, uh, go to TitanicMinute.com. <laughs> Weigh Who's going to die first? War criminal Henry Kissinger or serial rapist Bill Cosby? Henry Kissinger. So you say he's 98? Uh, 98. I, listen, I don't know why you're saying this. Uh, Kissinger won the Nobel Peace Prize, Joe. <laughs> True. Silly me. Yep. Kissinger's um, going to live forever because he... Feasted on the souls of Cambodian orphans. Oh my god! Okay, they um. <laughs> they call them the killing fields. I call them the living fields. <laughs> oh man! Okay. Um. Uh, okay. So people are running around on the uh, Titanic. Uh, it's going under. They're trying to escape the water. Uh, I did hear that during the filming of all this, which, you know, we've talked about this is real people doing all this stuff. 
uh, they had these safety meetings every morning before the shooting. And they had to go over the directions in three different languages. And here's the thing, guys. What do you think the third language was? Because I'm like, well, English and Spanish because they were in Mexico. But what do you think the third language was? What language does Wario speak? (laughs) (laughs) Waluigi. And they had like a... They they hired... hired (laughs) (laughs) They hired Nintendo to make these like video... Videomatics of like how to like be safe. If you're really in trouble, just put Mario's underwater suit on. Well, I know in put the frog suit on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In the commentary, Cameron has pointed out that there was a Polish stuntman and a Czechoslovakian stuntman. Okay, so I'm guessing it's some Eastern European language. Okay. Um, and now Or, uh, or or Elvish. (laughs) (laughs) same difference uh so hartley and the band stop and and hartley says uh gentlemen it's been a privilege playing with you tonight um guys i think that every single night we record just so you know (laughs) yeah um (laughs) (laughs) and then captain smith is alone on the bridge in the the hotel who did the stunt for that (laughs) Well, uh, I- I'm not sure, but this is the last thing they shot in the movie. Was was this was this shot here of Captain Smith and then the water break? Wild, it is pretty wild. Yeah, yeah just... I once again, this is the type of thing I wanted more info on in the commentary, and literally all Cameron says about it is the set was made out of steel and lowered into water, and that's a stunt man. That's all yeah. he says. I mean, it's crazy. It. I... <laughs> Maybe one of the best effects I've ever seen in a movie. Because there's no effect! Yeah, it's... (laughs) Like, I want to know, like, he said... Cameron also said that it was him and the stuntman, and that when he says something to the effect of, and then the water comes in and the camera just goes black, I'm like, what do you you mean? Like, the water got in the camera? Or what, did you die? Are you a ghost? Uh, I mean, I, I would encourage everyone... Uh, especially when we see some of the stuff in the staircase this week, we'll see more of it next week. It's crazy watching like the behind the scenes footage because they have all these people and they're like, "All right, here we go," and then they like they have everyone's on like the cameramen are just like their cameras are on uh, like flotation devices, and then they just like have the water come in and it's like what you see. It's just water pouring in and people like sliding down and like it's it looks. <laughs> there were people, like it is what we're seeing it is people dealing with water there were people Poor. running around with knives <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy uh, um I, I know that there a certain ratio had to be met of uh extras to lifeguards so yeah the they had lifeguards all around mm-hmm. not just all around like in the scene like they're actors slash lifeguards Oh, oh, in, inside of it. Okay, yeah. And I know there's also lifeguards and, like, safety divers and stuff. And, I mean, we haven't even got to the point where it gets wilder, which we will, too, in a, we will in a couple weeks. When, like, the fact the that no one died up. on this shoot is amazing. It really is. It's, like, it seems so easy that you just, like, it's water. You just go underneath water for too long. Like, I, I don't know. But, yeah, watching the, the behind-the-scenes stuff on this. More people died filming Gone Fishing than this movie. <laughs> That is an absolute fact. That is a fact. 
<laughs> oh man, gone fishing. Um, all right. So then, uh, Fabrizio cuts a rope. Still, ever the hero. Fabrizio comes through uh, over and over again in this movie. And like, I, I don't want to dwell on this because we'll get to. But like, the plight of Fabrizio in this entire thing is like. You know, dude playing poker with his friend Jack, to like going on the Titanic, to being ditched by Jack, to meeting Helga, to then running into Jack and then leaving Helga, and then Jack and Rose ditch him again, and now like Tommy's dead and he's stolen his life vest. Jack totally ditched him for his lady friend. It's super weird that Jack never like. There's not one moment where Jack's like, "Where is he? Where's Where's my friend? Yeah, where's the person I've known longer?" (laughs) I know, I know. It is like. Jack, Jack, you know, listen, bros before hoes, Jack doesn't believe in that, that's for sure. So, <laughs> we, I'm just going to tease this. Next week, we're going to have some talk about Fabrizio and how, okay. as conceived in Jim Cameron's noggin, even more tragic oh God. All than, right. well, than what we see. That, well, that's we'll, a teaser. We'll hold on to it. Um, I'm, I'm excited AF to talk about it. This... This minute ends with Cal. Uh, he goes all phantom on everyone and climbs up on a rope on top of a boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and that's sort of how the minute ends. Uh, do you guys have anything else on this actual minute? Mm, nope. No. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to be honest. I've been drinking. But, Joe, I'd like to hear you talk about the wreck of the week. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I've got one for you guys. Okay. Uh, this week's wreck of the week is brought to you, uh, brought to us by the estate of Sam Kinison. So I'd like to thank them. Um, and are you going to blow out the mic levels? <laughs> are you ready for the wreck of the week? <laughs> so, <laughs> so this time I, I last one was a pretty complicated story so i wanted to give us something that's a little bit more simple so i thought what better than to talk about asia's titanic <laughs> okay and asia's titanic is what uh they call the donia pass uh this is a ship uh this sank on december 20th 1987 and this is the deadliest peacetime maritime disaster in history oh wow that we know of at least i but i can't imagine there's something worse uh, so the this is a ship that was sailing from uh, Leyte Island to Manila near the Philippines, and uh, just a, sh- a passenger ship designed to carry uh, just over fifteen hundred people. How many Manila wafers? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Continue. I like I like vanilla wafers. Yeah, we know. Okay. So right. the um here's the problem. It's designed to carry just over 1500 people, but it was carrying so many uh it was so overcrowded that the ship was actually tilted over to one side oh when it left God. port. Um so How many people were aboard? No one knows for sure cuz there's no manifest. Oh, another So basically <laughs> just prior to Christmas, you know, so it's December twentieth. A lot of people are traveling. Everyone was uh, everyone was riding high because the twins won the World Series. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, Uh, and their estimates are that over four thousand people were aboard. Jesus. 
and uh, it it left port and uh, was headed towards Manila, and uh, this happened at night. And so most of the people, there were just people everywhere on the ship, finding anywhere they could to lay down and nestle into bed. Meanwhile, um, there's another ship that was going through this same strait, and it was called the Victor. Guess what the Victor was carrying? Texas Manila. tea. Eight, exactly. 8,000 barrels of oil, gas, and kerosene. Oh, my God. Um, nobody... So, uh, this, so this was a passenger boat, just like a, you know, like you would take if you were not necessarily going on a cruise, but... No, know, certainly not a cruise. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, if you're tra- to... going to America and you needed a vessel... Yeah, but this is this is a, a shorter haul, but still, yes. Yeah, so it's, okay. it's so it's near the Philippines. It's heading to Manila, and the, these four thousand souls, four, estimated four thousand souls, are aboard. And they're, uh, it's it's nighttime. Most of the crew do, of the, do sorry, only Rob. Soul, do only like you only hear souls with boats and planes. Really, you hear it with planes too. Usually, if yeah. there's a wreck of some type, you know, I I feel like when there was that train crash and was it near pittsburgh or philadelphia yeah. I, I feel like they use the phrase souls okay for that okay i'm sorry I've, I, and again i'm speculating here but i've always assumed that you use that terminology with on the crew to talk about your passengers to sort of like add to the weight of their importance you know like we have a thousand souls on board here yeah. that they're counting on you're well, essentially a soul asylum as you bring people from one place indeed to yeah so you're an asylum for these souls and unfortunately they started heading towards a strait where there was a ship carrying a bunch of black gold mm-hmm. and it was a runaway train right for it <laughs> so the damn it rob you brought him up and you didn't even laugh at the rep, the puns related to their songs. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know my Soul Asylum that well. You can't make jokes about Soul Asylum if you don't know their songs. I'm sorry. I did though. I did. Duff, rule on this. Uh, I'm ruling in favor of Joe. I'm also. Thank you. I'm gonna go on a tangent. I'm, as someone from Minnesota, I'm don't really, stop, Duff. Don't. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about Soul Asylum. I know that sounds like a weird statement, but I'm tired. Uh, you of sound just about like it. anyone. <laughs> that's not come on i'm sorry I'm there's sorry. nothing wrong with that band it's a fine band it's whatever fine, but we so, treat them like they're the replacements they're not i know right, joe proceed stand with, up. proceed with the ship uh the ship back of the week back stand, to, ba- back stand to up and be strong. Wreck of the week! <laughs> <laughs> stand up and be strong joe let's do this so he he so the the ship is sailing at night uh, we're, it's pretty late. It's dark. Most of the crew of the Doña Paz is asleep or drinking. And an apprentice officer is piloting the ship. Oh. Meanwhile, the Victor is also sailing through this strait. No one knows for sure why or how, but, but the uh, Victor crashes right into the Doña Paz. And it, it hits right in the engine room and we're where the switchboard is. So as soon as it hits, the entire ship, all the passengers wake up in a start, of course. And as they wake up, all the lights go out. And very quickly after that, the fire starts. 
all of this oil, all of this gas, all of this kerosene immediately lights a blaze and the fire spreads unbelievably quickly. The ship is way overcrowded. There's fire everywhere, even on the surface of the water, because all of this oil is spilling out onto the sea and on fire. And there's nowhere for anyone to go. And um, there were only 24 survivors wow. of this crash. There are some theories about why what what might have happened, but no one like since there's so few survivors and the survivors that are there weren't really like paying attention because they, you know, weren't yeah, driving either of the, the ships. Of the yeah, um, no one really knows why this happened. There's a lot of safety protocols that are supposed to be sort of in place, uh, but obviously no one's going to know exactly how they screwed up. Obviously, there's a huge investigation. This, this many people die, they're gonna, but they were never able to find out conclusively um, why why this happened. So the um, so not only was there fire on both of these ships, fire in the water, but even if someone managed to jump to safety. And, and jump into water that wasn't covered with flaming oil. Uh, there's other bad news about the water. What's that, Joe? Sharks. It's full of sharks. Oh, no. Really? Now, I wasn't able to find any details about how sharks were involved because, A, there, you know, there's so few survivors. And if anyone was, you know, attacked by a shark, obviously we wouldn't know because they're, they're dead. And if but it was like know. a shark on fire, it would be a great bright shark. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, it's, it's pretty funny. I'm laughing. <laughs> so this is. I try not to laugh when I'm laughing. Kind of parallels to the the Indianapolis uh, wreck. In yeah, the- I, I and I I did try to dig and and find some more about the way sharks were involved because obviously that makes the story, uh, you know, obviously condolences to the families of the survivors, but it obviously sure. makes the story much cooler. And if they're going to mention it in the articles, you'd think they'd talk a little bit more about it. But but here's what we do know. Um, so the the sh- both ships sink. Um, over f- no one knows for sure how many people died because no one knows for sure who or how many people were on that ship. Uh, but the estimates are probably more than four thousand people were killed bodies uh charred and drowned bodies were washing ashore on manila island for about a full week afterwards wow Uh, pretty pretty tragic story and that's our uh our wreck of the week (laughs) (laughs) so don't you pass uh we were all we would have been what five years old when this happened yeah four was this like a this was the first i've heard of this was this a big story like an international news story back then did it get a lot of press i would assume it did um i mean i i i, I gotta imagine it must have been i mean it's the word like i said it's the no no peacetime shipwreck in history has had that many casualties yeah, yeah. so that's that's the dunya pass the uh asia's titanic wow wow that's an incredible story joe yeah thanks joe can you imagine no wow um, now, I talked earlier this week about how supposedly drowning, you know, if you're going to die, it's not the worst way to go. Yeah. Burning to death. That's bad. Extremely. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's water there for you, at least, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's water coated in flaming oil. I suppose. Yeah. With sharks yeah, in it. I, I, I won't get too much into it because, I don't know, maybe you'll do that as one of your wrecks of the week for the Indianapolis. But I listened to a 
an episode of stuff you may have missed in history class about that. And you know it's a a pretty bad deal when uh, the sharks are one of the lesser concerns for your ordeal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, man. All right, guys. Anything else on uh, Minute 154 of Titanic? Nah. Nah, All wrap right. it up. Wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow with a special happy hour episode of Titanic Minute. Thank <laughs> you.